Kia ora everybody, namaskar, greetings, thank you so much for joining me. So right now, before I leave the uh, quarantine isolation um, facility in Auckland, I thought I'd share with you a few thoughts on how it's been over the last 14 days. Tomorrow I'm leaving and um, going to see my family and uh, then to Wahi for a period until we're through level 4 lockdown, go into level 2 where we can actually move about. I just wanted to share some thoughts about how it's been in the last 14 days. It's really funny today, I was walking around, I had 30 minutes outside, and I was walking around, and it's outside, and it's the area where you can sort of see, you can see into the rooms where the curtains have pulled, and I've seen certain families there um, who've been in quarantine, um, such a diverse range of, of people there from all parts of the world, and I remember there was um there was one window in particular which was beautifully um, coloured with drawings that a little one, probably around two, three years old, had been doing every day with the pastels perhaps on the window and making this huge landscape on the window. It's beautiful. And so many other families. And as I was walking around, I was I had this feeling that we were of this connection with all these people, these multitude, multitude of strangers. Um, but this feeling that came over me like that we'd been in this together although we'd hardly, we'd hardly spoken. We'd seen each other coming into the hotel. We've seen each other occasionally on our half-hour walks, but again, again, we weren't um, permitted to go more than two metres. We had to stay two metres apart. So yet, even though through all this isolation, I had this sense of feeling like we were very connected and there's a sense of sadness of um, loss of not being able to see any of these people again. And I can see that as, on the one hand, it's been it's been very special for me because it's been a time where what's come up for me is both my, my shortcomings and as well as my strengths. And that's been so obvious to me over this period of time and I'm very grateful for that. So, the, you know, the period of, of self-reflection has, has been very useful for me. I can see how having this space has also kind of reignited my creativity, but it's also brought to the front of me, up front of my mind, some of the aspects um, aspects of myself which I really feel like are necessary to look at and to change. Feelings to come up, which um, uh, it's very helpful to be aware of. That way I can, I can make a conscious effort to work on them. So yeah, it hasn't been a waste of time. It's been a very valuable time. I've seen people in this facility who've really, really struggled with mental issues, especially those with little ones and on their own. At the same time, I've also seen people who have made have made strong connections with each other, you know, who have been able to talk together like standing two metres apart and lingering at the lifts, for example, just to be in each other's company. I've seen that as well. So I've seen both sides, people struggling like anything with the isolation, also people making those really strong connections. Another realisation I've had is that you can put a person into a different environment and uh, certainly I was hanging out to be to see what it would be like in this hotel but there can't be this expectation of that the person will change or that they're going to behave any differently. It creates an intensity to be so kind of locked up like this. So on the one hand I could see myself, um, I would have liked to have been more would like to take more time to rest, but instead I was working. I was working just as hard as I usually do. And on the other hand, I was also, I also made this endeavour to change my lifestyle while I was here. 
from being a rural night owl and working long hours into the night to being a morning person because I believe that it's healthier and I can be more productive in the mornings. So, you know, on the one hand, it, was, it, was out, it wasn't just a choice. It was also out of necessity because I really wanted to spend time with my little daughter online and 4.30 in the morning was a good time to to be in touch with her. This is when she did, just before she go to bed. So that was out of necessity, but also out of choice because, as I said, I recognize that getting up in, early in the morning gives me more time for my spiritual practice and also some time for some creative work, which I wouldn't normally have until late at night. The other, the other positive aspect of it is, is that, you know, as I, as I mentioned before, was the, the time for my spiritual practice. But then this was also counterbalanced by the fact that um, the difficulty in getting sentient food. But it was also very difficult, I think, for them to cater for me, my sattvic diet, and, and also vegan. So, yeah, there's times that I had to send them the food back. And there was times when they said to me, there definitely isn't onion and garlic in there. And so I take it on their word and then I definitely feel that there was and I'd have this burning sensation in my stomach and um, really foggy, foggy, which is an effect of, of eating these things after not having, not being accustomed to them and, and noticing the effect that it has on the mind. Like it was it was during the war, for example, that they banned, uh, in Czech, they banned um, their pilots from eating, I think it was onions and garlic, both. I'm not sure, it might have been just one, might have been just garlic before three days before a flight and and uh knowing science under scientifically it's it's been proven that it has an effect it's very good for health it's a medicine but in terms of everyday use it's um has a strong effect on the mind and uh, makes a makes it difficult to focus and concentrate so the mind becomes foggy so certainly i experienced that so on the one hand i was able to do more spiritual practice but on the other hand certain days weren't good for me Another thing I've noticed, having having access to a television here in the hotel, that um, the reminders, the constant reminders of what's happening with COVID, is um, I think it's inducing a lot of fear in people. Of course, it's very good to be very super cautious. But at the same time, I think that it would be really nice to have had more more sort of um, suitable programs on how to improve one's immune system, on um, health and well-being. There's one thing about taking precaution and then there's another thing about just keeping that positive energy going and uh, reminding ourselves that everything is actually going to be okay. We also need to take care of our emotional and, and, and uh, emotional and spiritual life. And um, what's more important than um, being connected with families and friends? I think sometimes statistics and things like that are... Um, are not giving what people really need, which is like encouragement and um, connection and support and positive vibes. See more the good side of things. Certainly, that would really help our mental state. And lastly, I just like to say I've been I've been uh, working on some music as I've mentioned before, and uh, have been um, writing a song about mm, my family genealogy here in New Zealand. Um, it's a feeling I got when I came. I'll share that in the future, but also for the new Ketan and also working on, again, putting music to Ananda Sutram Chapter 2, which is a wonderful spiritual philosophy, talking about how to find happiness in, in life. And lastly, I just want to say um, I can appreciate 
what everyone's going through, dress and the anxiety and the fear that's happening. I can appreciate that. At the same time, being here made me really realize that without having hardly any verbal communication with people, I feel somehow deeply that we're connected and on this journey together. I've been with some close strangers because of the spiritual dimension that we that exists within us and I'm grateful for that. So I hope you enjoy um, this little ketan that's come to me while I've been in quarantine. Here we go. And I want to say it's not just the people that I feel connected to, but it's the birds. Every day I would be feeding the birds outside and there was one particular seagull family that would visit me nearly every day as well as some other little sparrows and things. And, and you know, it's it's great pleasure just to watch them and to see how they form connections with humans because I'm pretty sure the same ones would come back every day to partake of my rice <laughs> and a few bits and pieces. So that was lovely to feel that connection with the animals as well as the human beings. Oh, 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 oh,